right, welcome to another episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle, and we are approaching the end of the year, the end of 2021 now. So this week, and here at the end of the year, we are talking about my top 10 books from 2021, because at the end of the year, it is time to look back on the good and the bad and create some lists, which is exactly what I've done. So I enjoyed a variety of books this year, uh, many of which came from lists like this one. So I try to pay it forward by giving you some of my favorite reads from the year. Uh, a number of these books were released in 2021, while others are a little bit older and some significantly older and made it into my reading list from suggestions or current events, or they just looked interesting. So without further ado, some of my favorite reads from the past year. And of course, you can check out my lists from 2020 and 2019 uh, linked in this week's newsletter, which of course is linked in the show notes and is available at productthinking.cc. So check that out. All right, first off, and these are in no particular order, but The Alchemy of Us. I recently reviewed this book in my newsletter, so you can check out that post via the link. Uh, the Alchemy of Us explores an intriguing topic that we shape matter in the world around us and in turn are shaped by our creations, by the things that we make. I find this exploration just absolutely fascinating. It's also helpful as professionals and technologists to understand how we can change material or applications and be affected by the changes that we're making. And The Alchemy of Us has many examples of human inventions, how we created them, and how they created a new world affecting us in turn. So really interesting read, lots of great stories. Uh, definitely check that one out. Uh, next up is Recursion by Blake Crouch. So I read both Recursion and Dark Matter, and I thought they were both just awesome. I'm a huge science fiction fan, and he did an amazing job. Highly recommend both. As an exploration of life, the meaning of memories, uh, our existence in general, uh, just some super fascinating topics and some, some great stories. Uh, quoting from that one, uh, just one quote, life with a cheat code isn't life. Our existence isn't something to be engineered or optimized for the avoidance of pain. That's what it is to be human. The beauty and the pain, each meaningless without, without the other. So check that one out. Check them both out, really. Uh, recursion. All right, next up, number three, um, Snow Crash. Cyberpunk is a fairly broad genre, and I read a number of cyberpunk books earlier this year. Uh, some were okay, some were just downright awful, and others, like Snow Crash, were absolutely awesome. Uh, this was the book that coined the term metaverse, and if not for anything else, just for that, it is a must-read now. But it's totally worth it. It's a great story, a great exploration of the idea of a metaverse. Uh, quoting Just a quote from this one. Did you win your sword fight? Of course I won the effing sword fight, Hero says. I'm the greatest sword fighter in the world. And you wrote the software? Yeah, that too, Hero says. So you can see uh, some of the themes that that plays with. All right, moving on. Number four. Again, these are in no particular order. Uh, but the fourth one, several short sentences about writing. If you're serious about the craft of writing, reading books from those who are good at writing is really helpful. 
and not people with the largest Twitter follower count, but actually talented writers with good advice for the craft itself, uh, which is what this book definitely was. And I've been doing a lot of that. So this is a standout book for me about writing. And I hope that my writing reflects this more and more. Uh, To quote from that one, uh, to take one quote, writing isn't a conveyor belt bearing the reader to the point at the end of the piece where the meaning will be revealed. Good writing is significant everywhere, delightful everywhere. Uh, So that's a great one. If you're interested in writing and the craft, uh, definitely check out several short sentences about writing. All right, next up, Future Proof. Uh, This is a a really interesting book. Uh, You know, AI and machines are taking more and more of what we used to do as humans. I'm under no illusions that parts of my job could be automated at some point in the future, though I don't think it's necessarily close. I think anyone who thinks they don't have to worry about AI, machine learning, automation, etc., is naive. That said, there are things we can do to prepare ourselves to be more future-proof, like the title of the book. And frankly, that's what the book is all about. You know, where some of these things are going and where humans will be more important as automation becomes increasingly common. So taking a quote from this one as well, AI is better than humans at operating in stable environments with static, well-defined rules and consistent inputs. On the other hand, humans are much better than AI at handling surprises, filling in gaps, or operating in environments with poorly defined rules or incomplete information. Uh, So that's a great one, especially if you're in technology like I am and like many of you are. uh, Definitely check that one out. All right. Switching back over into the realm of fiction, uh, Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler. Taking a quote from this one, all that you touch, you change. All that you change, changes you. The only lasting truth is change. God is change. This, this book and the sequel to it, Parable of the Talents, are about as good as speculative fiction comes. Uh, set in an apocalyptic future, it's just an incredible story incredible events and some really, really interesting foresight. Uh, So, you know, just read the books. I don't even know what more to say about them. They're amazing. All right. Next up, uh, shifting back into the world of business, working backwards. So I wrote about this book in an earlier newsletter post as well and talked about it on this podcast. And it was one of my favorites of the year. The authors were part of Amazon through most of its growth and were in charge of some of the highest profile initiatives helping to launch things like Prime Music, Prime Video, Amazon Studios, Amazon Associates. Much of what they wrote about and the advice they give jibes completely with my experience. If you haven't had the chance to work at Amazon, and I haven't, or at a place that espouses principles and practices like Amazon, which I have definitely worked at places like that, I can tell you that they take these principles and practices very seriously. And it's a serious shift from the way most companies work, but the value in shifting is immense. So quick quote from that one. The best way to fail at inventing something is by making it somebody's part-time job. And totally agree with that. So uh, next up, think like a rocket scientist. Uh, Surprisingly, I haven't talked about this one on this podcast or in the newsletter yet, but may add it to the list still. It is a fun exploration of lessons from rocket science and how to face complex problems using a variety of frameworks and mental models. 
uh, a quick quote. If you stick to the familiar, you won't find the unexpected. Those who get ahead in this century will dance with the great unknown and find danger rather than comfort in the status quo. So that is a a great one. Definitely check that one out. Uh, Next up, The Myths of Innovation. Uh, This one's a little bit older, but a really good read. And I covered it a while back in another newsletter and uh, discussion on this podcast. It's a nice quick read with lots of examples of myths that we may think of as common knowledge when we think of how innovation works. While a few of the examples, like I mentioned, are a little dated at this point, the wisdom is really unchanged. Taking a quick quote from this one, Howard H. Aiken, a famous inventor, said, don't worry about people stealing your ideas. If your ideas are any good, you'll have to ram them down people's throats. Totally found that to be true. Uh, And lots of other little nuggets of wisdom in in that one. So check that out. All right, last up. And this is the book that I'm actually finishing right now. Um, have just a little bit left and have thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'll be reviewing this one in our January newsletter and podcast. So check this one out upcoming. It's arriving today, talking about our supply chain and uh, everything that goes into that. Um, Our supply chain is vast and complex, but so many of the people who are critical to getting us our packages each day are in really, really difficult situations which this book exposes so many of those things from the factories that produce the goods often overseas to the ships that transport them to us, to the truckers who transport them on land, to the warehouse workers, to the delivery people. Honestly, their jobs are getting worse uh, even as automation continues to take over more and more, um, which tends to be part of the problem. And, And this is a really interesting exploration of all of those things, of the human side of everything that goes into delivering the package that you order from Amazon. Quick quote from this one, in America and in rich countries the world over, for many workers, the warehouse is the new factory. We are in a new age when it comes to creation and delivery. And the, the factory has basically been replaced by the warehouse. So super interesting read. Check that out. And we'll be talking more about it next month as we review and kind of discuss some of the main points. So there you have it. My top 10 books from this year had a lot of other potential ones on the list, but these are the ones that stood out. So check that out. You can see, you can find links to all of them in this week's newsletter uh, at productthinking.cc. And I will of course be tweeting out this and you can Follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans, as well as other social media platforms and places. And that's it for now. So we'll talk to you again next time.